For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me here for this Wednesday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We're a sports ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB, E-T-H-O-S, FantasyBB. That is our company Twitter page where we post all of our baseball content, podcasts, articles, different polls, news and notes, updates on different content. Everything baseball-related gets posted at EthosFantasyBB. So make sure you guys are following over there. If you're not somebody who uses Twitter anymore, or maybe you never did to begin with, then you can go to sportsethos.com and check out all of our content there. Football season ramping up right now. We're adding stuff into our draft guide all the time. We're going to have our NBA draft guide fairly soon. I'm not sure if they've even announced a date for that, but we'll have it over the next month or so, I think. I'm honestly kind of out of touch with basketball. I focus so much on baseball at this point. Uh, it's kind of hard to keep any other sports in your, you know, right in front of you because I just I look at baseball content every single day, all day. Uh, but we are known for basketball. I said this yesterday's show. Uh, sports ethos was always known for basketball until we started expanding a couple of years ago. I made the joke until I came and and ruined everything for them with baseball. It was all just basketball. Um, so if you are somebody who plays fantasy basketball, Sports Ethos is among the leaders in the industry in terms of content, in terms of analysis, in terms of our great team. Uh, so make sure you guys are checking us out in terms of all of our content all across all four major sports. But today we are going to be taking a look at some players that you guys can consider adding to your teams. We're going to be looking at Yahoo specifically. Generally, I think it's not just Yahoo. I'm going to be referencing their roster percentages. But a lot of the players we're going to be talking about today are going to be solid ads in a lot of the, you know, CBS, ESPN, Fantrax, whatever it is. I think these guys are available in a lot more leagues than they probably should be. And now I'm not including the NFBC in that because those are a lot of 15-team leagues where everybody is very smart and smarter than everybody else, of course. Uh, and so they are onto these players months and months in advance. I'm obviously being a little tongue-in-cheek there. Uh, but the NFBC players don't like when I talk about Yahoo content as much, of course, because, you know, I'm going to talk about the first guy we're going to talk about today is Mike Talkman. Mike Talkman is somebody who was added a while ago in NFBC leagues, but he's still sitting at 41% rostered on Yahoo. So there's things like that where there is a bit of disconnect between the different platforms that people play on. But let's start off with Mike Talkman. Over the last month, he is the 18th-ranked player in fantasy. Over the last two weeks, he is the 7th-ranked player in fantasy. Let's go over the last month, 77 at-bats, 28 hits, 4 homers. He's batting 364. And I think the big shocker in that time frame, 39 runs in RBIs combined over this last month. 19 runs and 20 RBIs for Mike Talkman. Now, he is... Leading off most days for the Cubs, and I say leading off most days because Mike Talkman doesn't play a hell of a lot against left-handed pitching. I don't like it. I'll say that right now. Uh, I don't really agree with it either. I mean, hell, he's 32 years old. If you're looking at his, let me take a look at his career splits. Because I was looking at this year's splits, and they're really not that bad, lefty versus righty. I mean, hell, if you look at his career, he has a higher batting average against lefties. If you're just looking at 2023, 
uh, Mike Talkman, sorry, Bancrafts is just spazzing out there. Uh, he does have a slightly higher batting average against righties, but against lefties, he's a 270 hitter, even this season, and it's a fairly small sample size. We're talking 37 at bats, not a lot, but I wish he would get a little more playing time. Regardless of that, though, most pitchers are right-handed. Most of the time, Mike Talkman is at the very top of the Cubs lineup, and he's been producing like in a crazy way. Uh, every single day he is getting hits. Every single day it seems like there is an RBI or there's a home run or there's a stolen base or something. <clears throat> so he has been, honestly, even if you just look at like whole season value, he's been really good. If you look at the whole season, the 350th ranked player overall. But we're really just focusing in on this recent sample size for him where he has just exploded. Not playing every day kind of sucks, but we're talking about Yahoo. We're talking about fantasy in general here. A lot of these leagues are daily leagues. I, I know just as many people play in weekly leagues, but there are millions of people who play fantasy. There are a lot of daily leagues, and a guy like Mike Talkman, how it you know it can be annoying. He can't just be a set and forget guy. You do have to kind of check and see. Well, are they facing a lefty today? They're facing the Mets and David Peterson tonight. So tonight's one of those nights where he is sitting. That being said. Most of these leagues, or at least a lot of them, are daily changes. So as long as you have one or two guys on your bench, it doesn't really hurt you that much to have to swap him in and out of the lineup when he does sit. And I'm not even necessarily saying Talkman is a rest-of-season play, but while he is performing the way that he has over the last month-plus, I think he needs to be on rosters in, in every single format right now. He's only 41% rostered on Yahoo. He's jumped up from 30% last week, and the number will probably just keep climbing. Now, it'll probably maintain a, a decent... No, decently low number. It probably won't get up to the 80s or anything like that just because he is more of a platoon bat for them. But, you know, most pitchers are right-handed. The vast majority, I don't have the percentages in front of me, it's probably 80 to 90% of starting pitchers are right-handed. He's starting most days. It's not a huge concern for you. If he was, you know, the short side platoon only facing lefties, that would be a bigger problem. And it's not something we have to worry about here. He's playing four, five, six days a week. And I don't think that's something we really have to worry about going forward in terms of the right-handed pitchers. Lefties, they're going to set him for whatever reason, but I don't think that should stop you from taking a look at Mike Talkman where he's available. Wilmer Flores. <coughs> Excuse me there, guys. I'm still getting over uh, <coughs> the bug that took me out last week. Wilmer Flores has been ridiculously good for a while now. Over the last month, he's batting nearly 400. If you look at the course of the whole season, 261 at-bats. He has missed some time. He's batting 310 with 15 home runs. In 261 at-bats, 15 home runs. That's really good for Wilmer Flores. That's really good for a lot of players. He's playing pretty much every single day. Now, he does get the odd off day here and there, but when he is playing, he's either second or third in that lineup. He actually was fourth a couple nights ago, but he's always in that top kind of grouping of the Giants lineup. It also doesn't hurt that he has first, second, and third base eligibility on Yahoo. He is somebody that you can plug in there, very versatile guy who has been producing. Now, he's not stealing bases for you, but he's doing everything else. You, you never would have expected Wilmer Flores to be a base stealer for you. What he's doing is providing a high batting average, hitting at the top of an order, scoring runs, and hitting a lot of homers, too. If you just break it down over the last month, 76 at-bats, seven home runs. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. That's really good. Wilmer Flores is somebody that is an absolute must-roster player as far as I see it. 55% roster right now on Yahoo. And that number will probably just continue to just trend up ever so slightly. It went up 1% over the last few days. Not going to be a drastic shoot-up, probably, but if you just look at the numbers recently, especially, 400 over the last month, 405 over the last two weeks. Just this last week, he's 9 for his last 19. Again, I'm not necessarily saying Flores or Talkman, either or, um, are going to be guys that are on your roster till the very last day of the season. If they start to get very cold or start losing at bats a lot of the time, then you drop them. But they are, you know guys that are producing right now. And there's a lot of people who need that production right now, either to catch up in a few roto points, to get yourself into the playoffs in a head-to-head -head format, 
or to just catch up in an overall points format if you play in a points league. These are the guys who can do it for you. They're not going to be the sexy players. You're not going to, I mean, you can, you can make the trades for the big name players, but how often do those actually work and how often do you actually acquire a big name player without having to give up a big name player in return? Here you have Wilmer Flores, somebody that's on half of waiver wires right now, and he's producing like an absolute stud for a month now. Same thing with Talkman. Go pick these guys up. I think there's a lot of juice there still. Uh, Brady Singer is the next one we're going to talk about here. He's been excellent for the last month. Really, really strong performances. Uh, he's the 27th ranked player over the last month. 294 ERA, a .86 whip as well. He's looked really, really, really good. Uh, he paid, uh, faced Boston yesterday, six and two thirds. He gave up two, uh, excuse me, three runs on five hits. And I mean, it wasn't. It was like his worst start over the last month, and that was six and two thirds, or you know, three runs. It was a good outing. Still, he worked through the Mets. He worked through Minnesota. Did a number on the Yankees. Did a number on Tampa as well. He's gone through some pretty good teams over the last month. Outside of that bad start against Cleveland, it's actually been really good for him for closer to a month and a half, almost two months at this point. He's got his next start against Seattle, which is a decent decent spot to stream. They haven't been a great offense. They've been getting better, and they're kind of on a roll right now. But Brady Singer is also on a roll right now. And I think that he is somebody where we saw the flashes last year of what he could potentially do. He was a top 150 player last season, 323 ERA. He had a 114 whip. Good strikeout numbers. Now, the strikeouts have come down this year. The ERA is still over five, but the recent trends are very good. And we've said this a lot. A lot of people in the industry say this, and I think it's really important. You pick up a player, and you see, oh, he's got a five ERA. Those numbers have already happened. You know, it's not like those numbers are being injected into your into your standings. It's not like that 505 ERA, if you haven't had Brady Singer on your roster this year, it's not like it affects you at all. You get what he is going to do going forward. And what we've seen recently is a good indicator that he is turning a corner, that we are seeing more of the 2022 version of Brady Singer. That was kind of a breakout player last season. Now, is he that good still? Is he reaching those same heights? I would argue he is. Uh, over the last month, we've seen pretty much exactly what we saw from last season, Brady Singer, except, you know, maybe even a little bit better. Uh, I'm hesitant to say a little bit better because he's about the same guy as he was in 2022, but regardless, we'll take that. We'll absolutely take that. In a year where pitchers are going down like flies, you might have been one of the people who lost Shane McClanahan the other day, which was a brutal blow. Shane McClanahan was just excellent this season. I was a big Shane McClanahan fan coming in, and now he might need Tommy John, and it's a whole – we could do a whole other podcast talking about Rays pitchers and their injuries – but if you are somebody who lost to McClanahan or somebody else recently, Brady Singer is a great option uh, to fill in right there. He's probably the highest priority starting pitcher ad that's under 50% rostered. And he's 49, so it's close. But it's got to be either between him or our old friend here as a Blue Jay fan in Toronto, Steven Matz. Steven Matz, I don't know what the hell's happened to Steven Matz. I never thought he was that good. But it's been like a really, really good stretch for Steven Matz to the point where he has become a must-roster player, in my opinion. It took me a while to actually get over the hump and say, yeah, go out and, and add Steven Matz. I think I've only maybe said it on one other podcast uh, recently because I just wasn't really 100% sure about the skills, about what it was actually going to look like for him. But if you're going back, and I'm just trying to pinpoint this, I guess it would have started on July the 9th. If you go back to July the 9th, and it, that's a month today. You know, it's not a long sample size, but it's long enough where you can start to take a look and say, maybe there are some changes that have been made there. He's got a 165 ERA. He has a 365 XFIP, which is not blowing you away. It's, you know, it's always kind of concerning to see it higher, that, that much higher than the ERA, but we're still talking about such a low ERA that it doesn't really bother me. Even if Steven Match, Steven Matz, excuse me, Pitched to a 365 ERA. No one's going to complain about that. Over his last six starts, 
He's striking out a good number of batters. He's not walking that many batters either. We're talking about a 25% strikeout rate and a 5% walk rate. The average is under 200. He's been really excellent. And I think, you know, specifically, if you're just talking short term, because some people might not buy in in the long term. And granted, I'll, I'm totally there. Next start is against the Kansas City Royals. Now, the Kansas City Royals have actually been pretty good recently, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to stream against them because they're on a, you know, a little bit of a hot streak right now. We're talking about a team that is a bottom five offense. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if they've you know, been on a bit of a streak right now. They're 28th in runs per game, 29th in on base, 27th in OPS, 26th in home runs. They're not a good offense. Steven Matz on a roll going into Kansas City to face that team. At the very minimum, I like him as a streamer. If you don't want to... You know, if you don't want to say he's a rest of season guy, then I'm not going to fight you on it because I don't really know what it's going to look like going forward for Steven Matz every single day. But I do know that I am picking him up where he is still available, especially for that start against Kansas City. I think that that's a great opportunity for him uh, to really have a great stream, even if you're not somebody who wants to buy in long term. Let's talk Ryan Jeffers. If you are looking for a catcher, if you are looking to, you know, a two-catcher league or even a one-catcher league, maybe you're just looking to supplement. You were a guy that was streaming catchers or whatever it was. Ryan Jeffers is on a hot streak. Now, he's not playing every single day, but very few catchers do. He's hit five home runs over his last 46 at-bats. He has nine home runs and 179 at-bats this season. He's also stealing a little bit, three stolen bases over the last month. And he's batting 391 in that time frame as well. This is not something that I would really want to be doing, Ryan Jeffers. This is more of a two-catcher situation, or if you are somebody who does like the stream catchers and doesn't have one of those mainstay kind of guys on your team, then I think that Jeffers can be somebody that you plug in in the short term at the very least and get a little bit of production out of him while he is on a hot streak. Four home runs in his last 16 at-bats. Will that sustain? Not to that extent, but can he give you some good at-bats in the middle of the Twins lineup? I think he can uh, when he plays, I do think that he is a fairly decent option. Not somebody that I'm tripping over myself to go and grab, but I think that there is still some value uh, in Jeffers as a short-term kind of catcher streamer. And maybe he ends up being a guy that can stay on your team for the rest of the season. It's definitely possible. Uh, I'm going to bank more so for the time being right now on him uh, more being a streamer uh, and not a must-roster player, but still, still somebody that I'm definitely interested in. Trevor May is another guy that I'm interested in. <clears throat> if you are looking for saves, if you're looking for a relief pitcher, he's been excellent. Over the last month, he has five saves. He has a victory, 117 ERA, and a .78 whip. <coughs> Guys, I'm very sorry. I'm still dealing with this uh, with this sickness that took me out last week. That's why there was no new episodes last week. It was all just the trade deadline show clipped down uh, because I'm still getting over a sickness here. Uh, so apologies there. But for Trevor May... There's not a lot of viable closers who are available. Trevor May has that role secured for Oakland. Now, granted, it's Oakland. There's not going to be a hell of a lot of opportunities. But if you're a guy looking for saves, and there are some leagues where I desperately need saves, Trevor May makes for a decent option, uh, somebody that you can plug in there. Maybe you were able to get a Santos at the deadline. Maybe you picked up Andres Munoz in a league. Um, I'm blanking on the guy in Arizona now. Um, Seawald, Jesus, Seawald uh, getting traded there, opened up the spot for Munoz. Um, all those other Arizona arms are pretty much gone. So there were, there were people who needed saves, right? You couldn't be holding on to your Ginkles or your McGuffs or your Chaffins or, or guys of that nature. Maybe you were still somebody holding on to Liam Hendricks, hoping he would come back. Like There was a lot of people who could be in the market for a closer. Uh, so Trevor May is somebody that if he is still sitting out there, I would definitely take a look at. I think that there can be a lot of value in him rest of the season. Not that there's going to be a lot of save opportunities, 
But over the next seven, eight weeks, if he gives you, you know, 10 saves with a decent ratios and decent strikeouts, I think there, I know a lot of people, including myself, who will definitely take that. So definitely something to consider, uh, Trevor May, if you need some closer help. Now, one more guy we're going to talk about here is Cole Raggins. Shout out to Nick Pollock at PitcherList, who is PitcherList, the founder of the site. Uh, he's the guy who was first that I noticed talking about. Now, maybe there was somebody else who beat him to the punch. Uh, I could be wrong there. But I saw Nick talking about Cole Raggins, and I was like, ah, Cole Raggins. You know, he said he was like one of the biggest winners of the trade deadline. Raggins getting a regular role. And I'm thinking, eh, I love Nick. Nick's a great guy. He's a friend. He knows what he's talking about. I'm just thinking, eh, Cole Raggins. I don't know. Starting pitcher on Kansas City. He's never blown me away really before. These last two starts against the Mets in Boston, we're looking at 12 and two-thirds innings, 19 strikeouts, and only one earned run. That's pretty okay. That's pretty decent. Now, his next start is going to be at home against the Cardinals. It's a tricky one. I think the Cardinals are a very underrated offense. They, and because the team is just such a bad team, people just kind of don't pay attention to how the, like, the rest of the metrics look. They just look at, oh, they're 49 and 65. They're a bad team. They're a top 10 offense in most categories. Hits, average, on-base, slugging, OPS, home runs. They are a top 10 offense in a lot of different cases. It might be a difficult situation to put Cole Raggins in your starting lineup for that outing. If you're desperate and need the volume, need some strikeouts, then do it. I think that you pick him up and you sit him for that outing, personally. I know he's on a hot streak right now, but that one just kind of worries me. That being said, I still do have faith. I think that he is somebody that you should be adding right now if you can, and you probably can. He's only 20% rostered right now on Yahoo!, I would be taking a look, right? If he, and There's a chance that he goes out and he shoves against St. Louis. And if he does that, then we're kind of thinking in more of a rest-of-season um, frame view uh, as opposed to frame view. I don't even know what I'm talking about uh, with that kind of word. Uh, framing, rest-of-season kind of context. If he does go through St. Louis, then you can be like, okay, maybe this is legit. Right now we're looking at two really good starts in a row. And I am ready to take a leap and add him. I just, I'm not 100% there on starting him against St. Louis. But I, I definitely think, depending on the format, actually, I should specify. If you're in a 15-team league, then yeah, you're going to be starting him. 10s and 12s, I don't know that I would take that chance personally. I think there are better options. But either way, I think Cole Reagans is somebody that you need to be adding right now while he is still available in every league. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, you drop him again, right? But I think in most cases, you pick him up. You see where it goes, and then if you have to drop him, you drop him. Uh, he could be somebody that is a quote-unquote league winner for you. So he is somebody that I would consider uh, at this point. Not a must-start, but I would go as far as to say a must-roster player. Guys, that'll do it for us. I really appreciate you guys coming and hanging out on the show. I meant to say it off the top, and I forgot, so I'll do that again tomorrow. But please go and leave us a review if you haven't done so already, uh, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, Google Podcasts, however it is you listen to the show, those reviews really do help us to be seen by more people. It does help the algorithm out. I'm not sure how it works, but the more people who you know review shows, leave five-star ratings, it is going to lead more people to discover the show. And especially with football coming up, basketball coming up, baseball is going to be taking a backseat for a while. Uh, and I appreciate all you guys for being here all season long, and we're going to be here throughout the offseason, heading into next year as well. Uh, showing your support through a review slash rating would really go a long way into helping us grow here, and that would be very much appreciated from me and from my bosses here at Sports Ethos. So go ahead and slide to the bottom of the podcast page, hit the five-star, and leave some kind words if you would be so kind. But that will do it for me. You can find me at JoeRico99 at EthosFantasyBB over on Twitter and or X or whatever the hell it's called. 
Um, and you guys can go to sportsethos.com where you get all the rest of our content. We'll be back here tomorrow in the afternoon, and I'll also be doing the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast with Jeff Erickson tomorrow, talking some Blue Jays, talking some American League East in general. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. Make sure you guys are going to be tuning in there. Until tomorrow, though, guys, take care. Have a great night, and cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.